0: You're listening to a webyeshiva.org podcast. Visit www.webyeshiva.org to take part in our fully interactive online yeshiva. Visit blog.webyeshiva.org for more free downloadable Torah content. Hello again, this is Rabbi Jeff Sachs of Atid and webyeshiva.org with another installment of our Jewish Educators Book Club. Normally, I sit with an author of a book of Jewish studies or Jewish scholarship, but today, as Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Meir, Ravina and Ravashi were all unavailable to speak with me, I'm resigned <laughs> to talking with Rafael Friedman of Koren Publishers in Jerusalem, who is the designer uh, and typesetter and graphic visionary behind the new, soon to be released, edition of the Korayn Talmud Bavli with the commentary of Rav, Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz to be published now in its full edition over the next number of years in English. Rafael, so What does it mean to design a new Edition of the Talmud of the Gemara?
1: Well, that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, first and foremost, um, it's a bit of a daunting task. Um, there are a lot of volumes, a lot of pages, and uh, we wanted to. Um, try and follow with Rabbi Steinwilz's philosophy um, in terms of how people learn Gomorrah. Uh, we wanted to apply Koren's philosophies of how we approach text in terms of accuracy and uh, usability. and. Uh, we had a lot of pages to do. We wanted to try and make it as organised as possible and as easy to learn as possible. And uh, I think we came up with a, uh, a very nice design, and I think a design that works very well. And everybody that has seen this and bought this, and it's actually already available right now, you can go ahead and buy it on Corinpub.com uh, or any good bookseller. And uh, I think everyone who's actually used it, and found that it's an incredibly easy to to use and very accessible. Uh, whether that person is a, a complete beginner, doesn't even read Hebrew, or a person is you know, about to start their third time doing daf yomi, um, you know, it, it's got something here to increase the learning skills for everybody. Um, and this is how we've, uh, this is, this is our, our project, this is our, our, our philosophy of how to design this, and I think we succeeded in doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, around 23, 24 years ago, there was an earlier uh, aborted attempt to publish the Steinfeld Talmud in English, at the time I think by Random House, and only a couple of volumes actually came out, but at the time, to great fanfare, uh, uh, Leon Wieseltier, the Jewish-American literary critic, writing in the New York Times Book Review, using the the occasion of the publication of the the, the Talmud in English, wrote the following. Well, I'll read you a quote, and I'd like your response, particularly from the perspective of someone who's involved completely in questions of the graphic design of Jewish texts. Wieseltier wrote, That Judaism is poor in images, proudly poor, because images will become idols. But a culture cannot live without images. For Jewish culture, the task was to find an image that will not become an idol. A word is such an image. A text is a holy thing that will not be worshipped. For the Jew, therefore, words became images, and the sight of a text became a spiritual experience. This experience, though, leads the spirit to questions as well as to answers. The sight of the word conducts the eye directly to the mind, which prefers reading it to seeing it. And then he says, There is no more powerful sight in Judaism than a page of Talmud. It daunts, teaches, scolds, tempts, pleases, defeats, to slap in the face of slovenliness and superficiality, and it is the sight of tradition itself. On this grand and grueling page... Time is abolished. And rabbis of the 1st and 2nd centuries are addressed by rabbis of the 3rd, 4th, 5th, so on and so on. The page is the proof that they would have recognized one another. So when, when you approach this, this, not only canonical text, not only holy text, but this, the iconic text, the page of the Vilna Shas itself, and you attempt to bring 21st century Aesthetic considerations, modern, the the, the the magic that modern computer graphics can, can bring to it. How do you navigate that tension between maintaining the iconography, the sanctity of the, the image of the word, and letting yourself uh, loose and free to completely redesign the work? Well, I, I think first and foremost... Um,
1: you know, the, the Vilna page, the Daft Vilna, has become um, absolutely you know, the way that people learn Gomorrah today. And, and in this edition, we have not tried uh, to change that. Um, what we want to do is we want people to learn how to learn. We want people to open up a Vilna page and to learn the Vilna page. And, and if you open up the book as a Hebrew book, you are writing from right to left so those Hebrew books tend to open your are with the Vilma page what we did do to the Vilma page um, something that the, uh, the the printers of the time did not have the technology if that's the appropriate word uh, to do was we added uh, Nikud uh, to the page uh, we added that uh, to the actual Mishnah Gomorrah itself we added it to Rashi um, and we also added punctuation to those texts and we also added punctuation to the Tosafot as well, um, which right. more advanced users would have definitely right. appreciated. So these are, these
0: are features that the, the the conventional steinsaltz Gemara that started its publication, I think, in 1967, and only recently was completed. Uh, these were some of the innovations that Rabbi steinsaltz himself had put in 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 that gemara, the punctuation and the, uh, the the vocalization, of vowels.
1: Not 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 quite. I think.
0: Go ahead. Sorry. But but without without preserving the layout of the the the, the page of the Vilna Shasta, which you have incorporated into these new gemaras.
1: Ste- Ste- Steinzel, they produced two uh, two editions but the initial the, the, the initial, initial edition yeah. the, the actually funnily enough the very initial edition that I think if I'm not mistaken Steinzelt's father created um, actually was just uh, a builder page with Nekud inside it uh-huh. and uh, I was shown this uh, some months ago um, but uh, no when they when they came out with the original Steindlz, uh, uh edition uh, started on it I think 45 years ago this wasn't the direction. But I think it's very important to create an edition that's appropriate for a market. Um, that edition was appropriate for uh, an Israeli market. It is sold in a tremendous numbers, so I believe over a million copies. Um, and this is an edition for uh, an a English speaking market, a mainly North American market. Um, and this is an edition that's appropriate for today, um, for the 21st century, for 2012. Um, and uh, so, so therefore we, we took um, the that approach the way that we envisaged a person learning in a the blat, as it were um, was that well how does a person approach a page of Gomorrah what, what is supposed to be the approach you know, Gomorrah is not a book that you read um, it's not a book that you just I'll read the text and I've completed it I'm supposed to learn this page and how do I do that uh, and, and the way that we saw it, again, depending on the level of, of, of the student, um, was the most classic way was to say, okay, I'm perhaps I've got a daffy on my share, perhaps I've got my weekly share, whatever it may be. Maybe I'm in school, I've got class in an hour. So we take that daff and we look at that daff and we look at we open up the book as an English page, and the English page. Um, we, we can learn through the page the basics of the Gomorrah we can use all the wonderful extras that Steinsdelt brings whether it's the personalities, who is Robin Gamliel whether it's the terms like what does Sefer mean, etc. work through the sojo or the daff or the Amos whatever the person is be learning and then when they get to the share, when the person giving the share on the Daf of Vilna the person is now prepared and they can sit down, and they can work through the Vilna text, and the Vilna page, and when they get to the word Sefer, they've now remembered exactly what Sefer means, and when they see Ravan Gamliel, they know who that person was when We we should
0: point out to the listeners that as opposed to other translations of the Talmud available on the market, most specifically that of Art Scroll, uh, the, the entirety of the Vilna Shas appears from right to left, and then from left to right is the running translation commentary with a device that allows you to jump easily back and forth and find your place from one to the other, but it's not facing side by side the the Vilna page and the the translation, which I think people who are familiar with Art Scroll uh, imagine that's because Art Scroll uh, has been such a, a force on the market of uh, Gemara translation that's what people used to this is this is this is different it, it actually makes me think of a different innovation that came out of this this graphic studio that we're sitting in now and that's the um, the release of a number of different editions of the Korane Siddur in the last uh, couple of years Koran Siddur translated into English by Chief Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, the Korean Siddur with the commentary of Rabbi Soloveitchik, the Koran Siddur newly laid out in new formats, new sizes, which at least here in uh, here in Israel I notice are 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 very uh, are very widely distributed in at least the synagogues that I frequent. The maxzorim for uh, for Rosh Hashanah uh, and soon um, people, to be released in Yom Kippur for this, yeah, for this coming yeah, year. And yeah. one of the graphic innovations there is the, the style by which uh, very different than what people who use Hebrew, English Sidurim uh, for many years have been used to. The Hebrew and English are on opposite pages. I mean, normally in, a, in, a, in the Burnbound Siddur, the Art Scroll Siddur that, that we may have grown up with, uh, the, the Hebrew appears on the right hand side and the english text appears on the left hand side and the korean house style is to is to flip that for I'll, I'll let you explain why you why you chose to do that but it was something that very many people i, I happen to notice when people first saw it it's 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 off putting because it's unfamiliar and then the more people use it the more they realize how intuitively I guess that's the best word, how intuitively clever it really is. Now, now, why did you do that? And then I'm going to come back and explain how that's connected to what you've done here with the Gemara.
1: Well, when we did the Sidor, um well, when we did our first uh, Koran Sido in America, uh, the American edition, um, what one of the major, we felt, unique features was the tremendous translation by, by Rabbi Sachs. Um, and we very much wanted people to understand that now. We very much wanted people to read their, read the Hebrew, and I think a lot of people are very familiar. We do the shamon air off by heart and we do a off by heart and we just like you know as fast as we can, blah, blah blah blah, we know throw it all out um so we're very familiar with the words we don't really know what they mean, and we want to have the ability so you could say the Hebrew but very, and uh, scan the English at the same time, and then actually understand one's tefillah. Um, if you start the Hebrew on the far right, which, putting aside the fact that you open a Hebrew book, you expect the first page to be Hebrew, but putting that fact aside, you put the Hebrew on the right, and the English on the far left, and you read the first word, whatever it is, and you have to now go to the other side of the book, and move across 20 centimetres to find Happy or those, etc., that's not so user friendly
0: uh, because because Hebrew flows from in such a case the no, word flows from right from the no because mid- the
1: beginning of the word Ashray the beginning of the word happy is, is is a very is a twenty centimeter distance right.
0: because you have the margin in the middle
1: and you've got all the Hebrew in the middle But if you start Ashray coming out from the spine of the book if you like and um, a centimeter later onto uh, its right is the first word in English. When you start reading Ashra, you can skim the English, uh, you can, you know, read it, you can understand it, and you can find your place very, very quickly. Um, this is... Uh, and, and this encouraged people to to read the English. And what we found is we got a lot of feedback off. We did an initial run, um, about 1,800 books, uh, uh, before we actually launched the, the CEDAW. And we got a tremendous amount of positive feedback uh, by people saying it was mainly Rabonim that we sent to all over America, that they were just drawn to the English naturally without realizing, suddenly found themselves reading the English and reading such a wonderful translation, and it was uh, a very moving experience for them. And we saw that this uh, mechanism mm-hmm. definitely worked. Mm-hmm.
0: Now the, the Gemaras are not laid out in the same fashion, of course, it's not a Caesar, it's not something that we that we daven from. Um, but uh, the, what type of you know similar uh, intuitive uh, what's that, what type of similar um, motivations uh, uh, dictated how the layout was developed?
1: We, want, we wanted to do a few a few, few things. Uh, and by the way, there are actually some sample pages on our, our website if you want. Um, first, we, we saw that there are going to be different kinds of people looking at the, the English site. There are going to be some people who have good Hebrew stroke Aramaic, and um, we have some people who don't speak Hebrew at all. Um, let's, for the beginning, let's look at the person who's going to try and struggle, if you will, you know, work their way through the, the Hebrew. I'll use the word Hebrew to include Aramaic. Uh, forgive the, the Talmudic text. The Talmudic text, very good. Um, so the idea is, is that you can sit, I'm just opening up a random page in the Sefer Brachot, and I can, you know, say, Okay, Amar Rav Yosef Lakashia. Okay, and I start reading and I say, okay, now do I understand what this means and I, and I can work through, through the Hebrew through the Talmudic text um, and, and then I get stuck at a certain word okay let's pretend I don't know what that means okay? so I've got the English text right next to me I can very quickly find it, it's bold I can find the literal translation and I can try and understand that Hebrew text without looking at the English to start with Okay, I understand the Hebrew, the, the Aramaic, I, I, I worked out all the words, but I've no idea what the Gemara is trying to say here, so now I can read this English block, which includes uh, Rav Steinzelter's commentary, which is of course more often than not based on Rashi, and I can now see the, uh, the entire bit of text. That was number one. Uh, number two, we've always kept the Hebrew on the left in other words, uh, for those of you who don't have this in front of you um, on, on the left page, the right page, the Hebrew is always on the left the reason why we've done this is that a very very basic learning technique is to, that's what we call the two-finger technique we keep well, one finger on the Hebrew, one finger normally on the Rashi but if we're on the English side, we're on the English so we didn't want people from when they're shifting from page to page to have to, to swap sides. So they continue to, to keep that, that that mechanism, which is an important uh, Gemara mechanism. Um, so this was an an important concept. Uh, the Gemara, um, the, the, the Steinbelt additions, the, the notes, the halakha, personalities, backgrounds, pictures, whatever it is, we've always kept this on the outside of the page. The same way That's as funny. our filmer, you know, you're going to have the Rashi and the, and the Tosfot on the outside of the main text. We wanted to have the same concepts. You'll always find it on the, if it's on a right-hand page, on the right side, perhaps at the bottom, if it's a left-hand page on the left-hand side, and perhaps on the bottom.
0: And these are the these are the, the kind of paraphernalia that learners uh, who've used the the traditional, the conventional Stanzel Schema will be familiar with. These are... Biographies, little biographical sketches of the Chachmei Talmud, of the rabbis, uh, halachic notes, uh, snippets, and direction to, principally uh, the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch, where there's uh, where there's uh, halachic matter being discussed uh, as it is on almost every page of the of the Gemara. Uh, One of the I think most uh, striking features of uh, this new edition is the inclusion of color color images, color illustrations, color photographs, um, which must have been a, a tremendous undertaking to illustrate the, to illustrate the Talmud with, 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 uh, with these images.
1: Well, w- what we've done was as follows. I mean, this is an innovation that stands up, put in his very first Gemaras. but unfortunately the technology that was available then was very, was very limited. Black brilliant. and it white is, sketches. It was black know. and white. It was what we call line art. It's black or white, no gray, no yeah. photographs. And many images were unfortunately because of that not tremendously helpful. So what we've done is that we've gone through every single image that that appears in in Alps, and we have redone it. and what redone means it might be something simply taking the original image and colorizing it and giving it a three dimensional effect. Mm-hmm. Many times if it's a you know an animal, we've taken pho- photography of the actual. Um, um, if it's an animal, an animal, um, and uh, many times we've redrawn it, and goes it's the of Masechet Brachot, but uh, in Masechet Arubin, of course, rather than having you know, diagram. two-dimensional diagram, we have full three-dimensional. Full color, mm. right. um, uh, right. almost photographs. but of course, they're drawn in architectural software. Right. To right. Well, here in
0: the um, in second Brachot, where there are certainly uh, a number of prakim uh, that deal with uh, laws of blessings over fruit, the 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 the, uh, the work is full of of images of, um, <laughs> uh, of fruit, of flowers, of botany. Now, some of them, the the image that's being used uh, is quite quite uh, prominently in the in the advertising is, uh, it happens to be page 247, uh, with a bright, beautiful, uh, striking picture of a pomegranate, uh, which is you a know, very stark, uh, with a lot of different visual resonance for what Torah study is uh, altogether. But, you know, most people know what a pomegranate looks like, but when it comes to identifying other flora and fauna, um, it, it's really quite useful. Be able to
1: see
0: uh, the uh, it's
1: the, very botany, u- the it's a very it's a very useful uh, it's very useful. It's also a tremendous procedure for us. Uh, what what we have to do is once we identify a new picture, that might replace it. It then goes actually to a team of scholars at Steinzelt that approve it to make sure that the image that we've chosen actually does illustrate the Gemara what it's trying trying to say, and we don't by mistake take something a little bit uh, mm-hmm. off. And um, We have uh, our graphic designer who's enjoying this himself, has smicha and is very knowledgeable right. Right. Um, and uh, works on that to make sure we do a good job.
0: Right. Right. Um, the, uh, this first volume, Meseket Brachot, which is published all in one volume, the entire Masechet is published all in one volume, that won't be possible for some of the larger is oh,
1: that is true. All, all the Masechtot will be one or two volumes. Uh, some Masechtot will be combined with other Masechtot. Uh The plan is right now, and again, it's, it's 100% finished, I, I can't commit to it. <laughs> 100% then, 99%, that will be coming out with 41 volumes. So the whole of... Uh, in different sizes, in
0: different formats.
1: Um, the the, the vo- it can, we have it in... Okay, that's actually a very good question. And our print edition... We have two sizes. We have uh, the full color edition, uh, which is, will be 41 volumes. Uh, we also have a slightly more compact uh, edition, which is also in black and white, uh, which we have called the Dafyomi edition. Um, and that also will be 41 volumes. Our iPad edition, though, um, it won't come out according to print volumes, but rather will come out as Mesechot. So it will be Mesechot Shabbat. It won't be two print volumes. It will just be Mesechot Shabbat on the iPad.
0: So let me, you mentioned the iPad, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, just the print edition, they'll be released in advance of the upcoming renewed cycle of Dafyomi.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: so they'll be released over the next uh, number of years. Yeah. The iPad edition, uh, what is what the experience of of uh, learning Gemara on an, on an iPad? What is the experience of designing the Gemara to be learned on the, on the iPad? And um. what are some of the features of, uh, of uh, that are included?
1: So, um, I'll, I'll try and answer as many of your questions as possible. Um, in terms of the experience of learning, um, I think it's going to be a very different experience. I think it's going to be a very liberating experience. Um, you know, we're, we're very used to seeing a very heavy book, um, which we have to strap around with us if we're, if we're learning seriously. Here it seems to be very lightweight, you have a whole shaft literally in your pocket. Um, certain things will be a lot easier to do, to switch between Hebrew and English, to to, to access different pieces of information, because clearly the iPad is a, essentially a powerful computer inside, you be able to do things which you can't uh, actually do on a book. Um, if you have the new iPad, the experience is stunning, I have to say. Um, text is, is just, it's, it's really a, a beautiful experience um, In terms of designing for the iPad, it's hard work um, One has to rethink everything uh, One of the things that we were fortunate to do when we started the whole project um, Was that when we started to do this project We knew we'd be designing this print edition for print and for the iPad From the ground up at the same time mm-hmm. So in the layout of the print, I had to put in hooks so that when it goes to the iPad, it would work. Um, so in, in terms of that, it, 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 it's, it's a very, very different experience, um, but essentially, it's a, it's a very, it's a very similar experience. You know, we're, we're focusing on the quality, and we want it to be a, a smooth experience, and uh, we think it'll be very, very popular.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the uh the future of the Jewish book is something that's that is discussed around Shabbat tables in Shul. Uh, what do you from from where you sit? As somebody who's really on the cutting edge of of book design. Book design in the in the old conventional sense and here at Korain there are all types of books that are still being written and published, books of Jewish scholarship, books of Jewish interest, uh in 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 the sister in the sister uh, uh, publishing house here, books of literature. Um, but yet, yeah, I think everybody understands that we're really on the cusp of something new. If not even further than that in terms of what publishing will be, what book design will be, how information will be managed and distributed. I, what, where do you see all of this, this brave new world? How is it going to affect the Jewish book, Jewish learning? There's something that's
1: very exciting. I think there are a lot of things you can do um, on on a digital platform that you can't do on paper. Uh, obviously, Shabbat and yom is a uh, a problem um, in the sense of <laughs> makes it tricky. But having said that, you know, I was reminded that it was only a hundred years ago that you know it wasn't permitted to learn Torah on a Friday night. Uh, remember, we had candles, and if you were to learn, you might move your candle closer to your book and break Shabbat, so you know, it was also to learn Torah on a Friday night. On a practical ground. On a practical, practical practical ground. Uh, I'm certainly... Well, was a
0: practical challenge of reading in in uh, the absence of other uh, like
1: That's right. So I think that uh, I I certainly don't believe that uh, anyone's going to come and make it uh, mutter to, uh, to, to use an iPad on Shabbat. Um, uh, I, think, uh, I think books are still going to continue uh, in that respect. Whether paper still manufactured, <laughs> that's my question. Um, but, um, but, that, but that doesn't mean to say there are not six other days in the week that you know we're, they're supposed to be spending some of that time learning Torah. Uh, I think for us at Koren, I think we see paper is a fantastic medium and we see the iPad as a fantastic medium. And perhaps Windows 8, and perhaps Android, and what other d- d- development comes in the future. Maybe the Kindle will start supporting Hebrew. Um, so we're definitely open to everything. At the end of the day, we're here publishing content. Uh, we don't have shares in any paper companies, so mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it's about how people can uh, acquire our content.
0: Uh, in that in that uh, review by Weaselteer that I mentioned earlier, he he writes. Uh, the Steinsalz Talmud, again, writing about the earlier iteration of the couple of volumes of the Steinsaltz English Talmud that came out in the 1980s. The Steinsaltz Talmud is not the first translation of the Talmud into English, but it is a great achievement of pedagogy. And it will unlock some of the rabbis' secrets for a new generation of English readers. I assume that uh, we would refresh that uh, comment Maybe even put it as a jacket blurb, uh, as if the Talmud needed jacket blurbs uh, for this new endeavor, which is being launched uh, now with the publication of Mesechet Brachot in this new beautiful format. And we, we should really say, and I guess uh, you're you're here to accept that compliment, we should really say as a as a as an aesthetic uh, uh, production, as a as a as a piece of of of, of Jewish art. Uh, It's it's a remarkable achievement in and of itself. Um, And uh, to wish you all well, as as the project will unfold over the coming years, what is likely to be an important pedagogical uh, achievement, a great pedagogical achievement uh, for learners of Gemara, learners of, of, uh, of the Talmud, and teachers, as it is liable to be a resource whether it will be used in the classroom or will it be used as a research tool uh, that's something that will have to be played out in the realm of practical pedagogy but uh, as, a, uh, as, a, as a tool for, for students and teachers of Gemara it no doubt will take its place uh, as an important, important uh, tool on the, on the bookshelf so thank you Rafael Friedman of Koren Publishers here in Jerusalem with the launch of the Korin Talmud Bavli, with the commentary of Rabbi Steinsatz.
1: Thank you very much.